We'd like to give a content warning and advise our listeners that today's story covers sex crime allegations, including discussions of sexual assault. This may be uncomfortable or triggering for some. If this is not the right time for you to listen, please take care of yourself. You know, Brooke, when someone looks like a creep, acts like a creep, and smells like a creep, they're a creep. Yeah. And I think most of us are very okay saying the late Playboy founder, Hugh Hefner, checked all of those boxes. Mm -hmm. Although, to be fair, his smell is unconfirmed, but I Mm. think we can safely assume. Yeah, I think we can assume it's maximum creepiness. So model and TV personality Holly Madison is one of his many former girlfriends, and she's speaking out again about all things Hef. And I got to say, the grossness just keeps piling up. Yeah. And there's a new docuseries, Secrets of Playboy, which is all about ex-playmate experiences with Hef that's coming our way next month. I feel like we got to get ready to gag even more. Mm, Even more than those playmates who had to go down on Hef every morning. Oh, that's so much gagging. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. It's Thursday, December 16th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The early 2000s are rearing their ugly head. I mean, we've had to face the return of face glitter and low-rise jeans, which just seems mean. (laughs) And now one of our favorite guilty pleasure reality shows, The Girls Next Door, is showing its dark side. Former Playboy playmate Holly Madison, girlfriend of the mag's late founder Hugh Hefner during the show, is back. And she's opening up about the icky truth of life with Hef. 
Yeah, I'm so shocked. It was gross over there. So Holly recently spoke on the podcast Power Hugh Hefner, and she revealed a lot of things. And one of them was her first date with Hef was traumatic. Mm -hmm. Um, She also recalled how emotionally manipulative he was and what it was like living with him in the Playboy Mansion, which I remember watching the show being like, I I can't imagine that's fun. No. Like at all. Nothing made me be like, oh, I want that for myself. Yes. Yeah, so Holly and Hef first started dating, using that term very loosely, back mm-hmm. in 2001. He also lived with two other women at the time, which obviously when you're Hugh Hefner, that's completely normal. Yeah. It was the main storyline on The Girls Next Door, but Holly was always referred to as Hef's main girlfriend. Right. So Holly moved into the Playboy Mansion when she was 21 and reportedly began dating Hef when he was 75, which, you know... <sighs> Is wild, but it's half. I mean, when you're 21, like, you're not even finished developing. Like, I come know. on. I know. So while on the show, Holly repeatedly talked about wanting a future with Hef. I remember her talking a lot about having a baby with him yeah. and getting married. Yeah. Which I remember it being so weird. And it, him him being yeah. not into it. But it's like, well, how much time do you really have left at this point? Yeah. Um, I just, I was like, for... Like the kids elementary school graduation, their dad will be dead. Like, why do you why? Why? Yeah. Those elementary school graduations are you don't want to miss those. Um, So they split up in 2008. And obviously, as we know, Mm -hmm. there was no baby. Yeah. And I'm going to say pretty unbelievably, Holly seemed happy with Hef on the show. But now she's definitely telling a different story. She's sharing all of the ugly details, the trauma she experienced basically Mm -hmm. right from the start. Uh, Yeah. So Holly admits she didn't expect it to be a very traditional first date, but she still wasn't necessarily expecting to have sex that night. Mm -hmm. And she says that they went to this nightclub before returning to the Playboy Mansion And that she didn't really know what went on with Hef and the other women sexually. Right. But she does admit um, that she figured something was going on. She said, I figured something and I was prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for what would eventually happen. She says she was heavily intoxicated and that Hef was literally pushed on top of her. My question Mm -hmm. is, who pushed him on top of her? Mm -hmm. Who was there also condoning this? Yeah, well, I mean... I'm sure have has a bunch of cronies yeah. just helping with this inappropriateness. Yeah, that's true. So after it was over, she said she felt mortified and embarrassed and says it had way more of an emotional impact on her than she expected. She mm-hmm. also said all of a sudden it felt like everybody was going to know about me and I was horrified by it. Yeah, I just I keep thinking about how she was 21. I know. And like. Uh, what a horrible thing to have to like face and navigate and figure out when you're that yeah. young. Yeah. And heavily intoxicated. Like, right. You're 21 years old and basically it sounds like borderline blacked out drunk. Like you're Mm -hmm. not in a position to make any kind of decisions. Yeah. Agree. So the day after, in what Holly says was a way of demanding respect, she asked to be moved into the mansion. And this ended up being the beginning of a seven year relationship. Holly's now referring to her time with Hef as a type of Stockholm syndrome, Mm -hmm. which for those who don't know, Stockholm syndrome is a situation where a person who's being held prisoner feels like they're in love with their captor. And it's often the result of tremendous fear and psychological manipulation. Yeah. So in a teaser for Secrets of Playboy, which is the upcoming A&E docuseries um, that apparently takes a look at like the darker side of living with Hef, 
Holly says, I remember there were times probably within the first couple years I lived there when I felt like I was just in this cycle of gross things and I didn't know what to do. I feel like we're going to hear a lot more about that in the documentary, oh, for sure. what she for means sure. exactly by that. Yeah. Um, she also says the reason she didn't just run away after that first date was that she felt there was no taking back that night. And she said, I might as well get what I came for, which I'm also mm. not clear what that is. Yeah. I didn't know if that meant like having the babies that she wanted to have with him and getting married or No way. What? There's no way. She's like, Hugh Hefner's my best shot at having a baby. But she wanted it with him, I'm saying. Like, if she was like, I'm still holding on to that. I feel like, I mean, obviously, we'll probably figure that out. Yeah. The thing comes out. But I feel like she must mean, like, to be in Playboy and be this, like, mm. you know. Because she started taking on, like, executive roles at Playboy when she was there. Right, right. I remember those suits. Yeah. So she also says, you feel very labeled. You feel very like, how can I ever go back to a normal life? Which Mm. I don't think she honestly necessarily has been able to go back to a completely normal Mm. life since then. Yeah. I mean, again, this stuff started when she was barely out of her teens. Like, what is normal for her? Right. So Holly's also recently expressed other abuses that she faced during her relationship with Hef, like how he tried to control her with love bombing and he would get upset when she tried to change her look, mm. which, once again, men trying to control women's mm. bodies. So as Rose Spiegel, who hosts Power, Hugh Hefner, explained, love bombing refers to when an abusive person displays forms of affection as a way of manipulation. It seems to be very common out here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and in clips from the upcoming docuseries, Holly said, Hef would say all the things that I know now are so cliche for older men, trying to groom younger women like... You're so mature for your age. You're so giving. You're not selfish like the other girls. Things like that. That's gross because it's also pitting her against the other women. Yes. Like the other girls is something that a lot of men, boys say, and it's so Mm -hmm. toxic. Yeah. Agree. So Holly also details how she broke under the pressure of being made to feel like she needed to look exactly like everybody else. She Mm -hmm. says her reaction to that feeling was to cut off her hair, which apparently Hef didn't like. Mm -hmm. Holly says he flipped and screamed at her. She says he told her that she looked old, hard and cheap. And look, I'm not about age shaming people, Mm-mm. but rich coming from a 70 plus year old man. Yeah. Real rich. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, cutting off your hair, I always think equates to fun, flirty, and uh, what's yeah. the other one? Thriving? 30, fr- <laughs> I can't even say it. 30, flirty, and thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Obviously, this was just an absolutely horrible situation. And it's really hard to process how someone could get into a disgusting, degrading prison like this. But Holly did. I mean, a lot of people do and they don't even realize it's happening until it's too late. A hindsight thing. Yeah. So you just know with this 10 hour docuseries Secrets of Playboy coming out soon, there's going to be, I'm sure, a ton more bombshells. Oh, yeah. And it makes you wonder, will the grossness of it all put an end to Playboy? Honestly, I'm so out of touch with what Playboy even is now. I didn't know it still existed. (laughs) I mean, it's been around so long. I feel like in some facet, it's always going to be around. But this may make them look at the way the whole thing operates. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm just like, do people even buy Playboys? Because we have the Internet. Yeah, well, yeah, they still buy it for the articles, of course. Right. Just like people go to Hooters for Wings. (laughs) I actually do go to Hooters. You would. You 100% (laughs) would. 
From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music or on your Alexa-enabled device. Just ask, Alexa, play the Rich and Daily podcast. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.